shoes. That's that's our little chant. That's our new intro music. Shoes. But also like end of like Breakfast Club montage. Shoes. And then freeze frame oh with the fist that's in the su- air. That's such a bad movie. Hey, let's introduce well, yeah. ourselves. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion. Today, we got a little SOS update coming for you off the cuff. Didn't see it coming, but was announced today. eBay is introducing an authentication service for sneakers. Pretty big stuff. This rocks the whole world. Let's give them the intro music and then let's tell them more about it. How about that, Tanner? You know what? Look, we got. Don't deviate from the recipe. You know what I mean? Eggs, mm. Eggs and milk. Let's go. I do. <laughs> Listen, I'm your co host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co host, Tanner Young. Damn, son, where'd you find this? a week off and we forgot how to be a podcast <laughs> <laughs> the rhythm's all bad speaking of taking time off away from something and coming back bad at it i tell you what got out of the gym pre-covid yeah saturday yard work at your house still feeling it in the hamstrings i am out of shape i knew it because the clothes weren't fitting me great but yeah that was affirmation i don't feel i've got, i feel like i've got the uh i've got the dad strength you know what i mean because mm. like i feel fine but i'm just i'm breathing heavy <laughs> it's just my right hamstring for some reason i don't know I sh- why talking shouldn't exhaust me you know what i mean <laughs> i'm sitting down in an air-conditioned room but for some reason i'm gasping for breath yeah i found myself just going <gasps> randomly and i'm like this is not a good sign that's like we gotta start running or something <laughs> listen just lean away from the mic when you do it so i don't have to edit it as much that's that's my only request for you i i love you as a friend and i care about your health but if you could do me a favor when it comes time to edit that would i would greatly appreciate it i got i can do that for you okay getting back on topic what we wanted to talk about today so it was kind of announced on news sources midday today uh monday october 12th that ebay was introducing an authentication service for sneakers uh, coming in the near future, I think they said it would be rolled out this month kind of on some more common hyped shoes. And then I think the goal was that by 2021, it would be spread a lot wider. Tanner, when you first heard the news, what were the first thoughts that came to your mind on this? Uh-oh, StockX in trouble. <laughs> I like how you your thought process is kind of got the speech of like a five-year-old. But I love that. Uh-oh, big trouble StockX. Big trouble. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I'm telling you, look, I don't know. We just got big name organizations following this podcast. If they can drop a follow, so can you. <laughs> Get them with it. Listen, the I, proof is in the pudding for why you should be following our podcast. I'm not saying we called this a few months ago in an episode, but I'm saying you could go back to our catalog and listen to an episode where we called this. I mean, not not only did we say this would be a thing forever ago in our eBay episodes that if they did do this, it would be a big boost to them. Then again, when we were talking about the StockX difficulty and the drama going on, we said as soon as eBay adds authentication, because I think that's what is stopping people from really looking at eBay as a primary place to shop for shoes is going to be trouble for StockX and GOAT. Well, now we have eBay throwing their hat in the ring, and I like this move. They are really, they understand that 
the sneaker community, it, it is a there's a lot of money to be made. And very true. It makes sense that eBay would be a source for buying and selling sneakers because they were like the first for buying and selling. Maybe they listen to the people. What's stopping you from coming here? I think a lot of people were authentication. I don't know how to do it myself. I'm afraid that I might get it wrong. I would like a big company. I want to trust them to do the work for me, and I'll believe you. And eBay said, bet, we got it coming. Yeah, because, I mean, there's not that many pairs of the Jordan Zero floating around out there. So when it comes time and you want to buy an authentic pair of the Jordan Zero, you need a platform like this. I don't like how many seconds that took me to... (laughs) Even though they mentioned GOAT maybe 20 times in the first episode, uh, maybe eBay is more appropriate if you're looking for the Jordan Zero. For those of you that are not (laughs) catching the references, this is maybe episode five where we start talking about Sneakerheads, the show uh, on Netflix, the new series. Which, by the way, I don't know if it would be a terrible idea if we did an episode-by-episode breakdown. Breakdown? And and we did one episode each. You know, spread it out over a couple weeks. Yeah, we Uh, could do that. But just the more I see the internet posting about it, Houston and I actually kind of started watching it together a little bit. Sometimes we get lunch. He comes over here. He mm-hmm. hasn't watched it. I haven't told him that I've watched it. I guess if he's listening to this episode now, he knows I've seen the whole. But also, if he'd listened to our podcast, he would know that I've seen the whole thing. Double standards. <laughs> but okay. Anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. I think there's a lot of good talking points with the eBay thing. Maybe first we kind of set the tone, give a little bit more background on what this new thing is and why they're doing it. I think you put it really well. eBay earlier this year, I mean, probably long before, realized that the secondary sneaker market, there's a lot of money on the table there. There's great Mm -hmm. opportunities if you can get in on it. So I think it was earlier this year, if I remember correctly, they dropped seller fees if you were selling a pair of shoes for more than $100. Yeah. Now, with that, is the authentication only for shoes over $100? They haven't given full details on it yet. Okay. We'll get there. I'll give just a little bit more background. So yeah, when they first kind of got into a bigger foot into the sneaker market earlier this year, uh, you know, they did a lot of partnerships with stadium goods at first to have deals. They were doing coupon codes left and right. They got me on a couple of those. Good job, eBay. Worm on the hook. I'm a, I'm a gullible little fish, I guess a little guppy. And so that was kind of their track record earlier this year. I felt like it felt a it, it fell a little bit quiet, and then it was a couple weeks, maybe months, time's an illusion ago, that we were talking about StockX with their recent issues, and I brought up this point that eBay had an authentication service for watches, which they still do, mm. they currently yep. do, and we pretty much kind of predicted or guessed, what, however you want to frame it, that they might move to this platform. The only thing we got wrong is that we thought that they might use stadium goods as a mm. third party service to do the authentication. They're not using stadium goods. They are still using a third party service SneakerCon. If you're familiar with SneakerCon, very popular. They do conventions all over the world, but I think they also do have an app that they do. Uh, users can buy and sell and trade on. So, Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I think they're going to use their fulfillment services for that. So, let me get back into I'm kind of filling in the gaps of what they haven't said about sneaker authentication with what their policy is on watch authentication. So we can't guarantee that it's going to be one to one. And when it yeah. goes live, it's going to exactly be like this. But Little what good the, insight, what they have told us about uh, sneaker authentication is that it's going to work in a way similar to StockX or goat. If you're a shopper on eBay, 
you buy the shoes. The seller ships it directly to SneakerCon. I don't know where their warehouses or locations are. Um, SneakerCon does an inspection. I think they actually put a hang tag on it, an eBay hang tag on it. Which, of course. You know, I get that that's trendy. I did see one comment, though, on Instagram where someone was like, great, more plastic in the world. I was like, oh, fair point. You know, fair, oh. fair point. I get it, but can't have them both. And then I think after SneakerCon inspects and authenticates the sneaker, I think I'd read somewhere. I might be taking this from their watch policy. Hang on. Let me look at that real quick. Yeah. Okay. So their watch policy is that once it's authenticated, it's delivered with two day shipping with signature required. So that's another Mm. big one that people don't like about StockX is that long turnaround time. Yeah. From it to get from seller to StockX, StockX to authenticate it, and then StockX to send it to the buyer, which it seems like maybe eBay might take that last step and shorten it up a little bit. And eBay actually has a good policy in place for returns on these. Returns are shipped back to the authentication center where the third-party experts verify it again. So that's another thing that people... That's good. That's another complaint that people have with StockX. They say, oh, StockX sent me the wrong shoe. And that it's like, end of sentence. That's just... Yeah. That's where it ends sometimes. So it seems like eBay is aiming for that not to be the case. I think just last policy thing I have to say, and this is filling in from the watch policy again. The big question that a lot of people have is, well, is there going to be an authentication fee on top of this? You know, I think mm. you asked that earlier in the episode. You know, eBay drops seller fees for shoes above $100, but if I want to authenticate it, am I going to have to pay a fee for that? And from the watch fee, no. They don't they don't charge you an authentication fee. So, uh, hopefully yeah. same. Hopefully same. So their policy with watches is through the authenticity guarantee service, eBay covers the cost of authentication as well as two-day secure shipping from the third-party authenticator facility to the buyer. Go eBay. The only reason that some of this stuff might not apply to sneakers is that eligible items for the watch authenticity program on eBay watches have to be listed for $2,000 or more. Now I'm not in the watch game. I don't know if like $2,000 or more for watches is kind of the equivalent of like $200 or more for sneakers, you know, like in in the world of of luxury watches is 2000 kind of like the baseline. I don't really know that. So yeah, I would imagine, I would imagine if, uh, if that's the price they picked, I guess if you're looking for a resale, you're probably going to, or if you probably care enough. So that's what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious for the authentication. Will it be kind of like a box you have to check? Like, yes, I want these authenticated or yeah. no, I don't. And obviously if you say no, then you run the risk that they may be fake. And I wonder how the they'll deal with uh, you maybe making a return. Mm-hmm. If, you know, uh, if you said that you didn't want them authenticated, um, will they still honor it? Uh, faster shipping, things like that. So I wonder if it's a automatic. Cause I, I want to say when I was scrolling through Instagram, I saw something where it said a hundred dollars or more, they will do the authentication, which that, yeah, that, that is- covers almost every sneaker. If you're mm-hmm. looking to buy it on, you know, it's very, mm-hmm. you're going to, it's very tough to find a shoe for less than a hundred dollars mm-hmm. that you want to, to get into. And I'm assuming obviously if you are getting a shoe under hundred dollars, you may just be willing to, take the hit on anything like that yeah so the important thing i'm glad you brought that up at first it's all new and pre-owned collectible sneakers sold on ebay for over a hundred dollars 
a lot of the images that eBay has been using mm. is like Union Jordan ones and Yeezy three fifty. So it's it's probably not every sneaker over a hundred dollars. It's yeah. like they've probably got some list or some criteria of yeah. It may be uh, like a Amazon Prime esque thing. Like you'll mm-hmm. have to search for the shoe and it has to yeah. have uh, an eBay symbol next to it or the the verification check mark that lets you know it is eligible. Yeah. Um, for authentication and this shoe did meet so it it will be interesting as to how they determine what the bar is for a collectible sneaker because like yeah watches it's easy you just put whatever the price is that you deem is needed mm-hmm. um but for shoes it is tough you know three hundred dollars five hundred dollars i'll be interested to see what their process is yeah, if I had to guess, I imagine they let SneakerCon determine what that list is, and SneakerCon yeah. probably bases it off of like most popular sellers on their app or platform or whatever it is. Yeah. A question you had earlier, can I choose whether or not I want my sneakers authenticated? Yeah. And we don't really know yet. I don't know if as a seller, if I'm going to sell... I would assume as a seller, I can choose whether or not I want to sell these through the authentication process or not. I imagine as a buyer, if a shoe is listed as like the seller has chosen for this to go through the authentication project, I can't choose to avoid that. And that's kind of what the watch policy says. I'm reading mm, the FAQ. Okay. It's it's funny. They ha- they have an FAQ and it says, "Can I choose to not have my item authenticated?" And every other question has like two or three sentences explaining it. That one, no. Just no, just a one word. You cannot choose to not have it authenticated. Okay. So, th- so very but, much protecting the seller. It's it's a seller and buyer thing, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's probably more so a seller. Obviously, in that the, the seller the seller gets to make the the choice as to I would think. whether it will be or will not. Um, so yeah, that would make sense. Basically, if you're selling a shoe. Um, maybe you put it up and then eBay lets you know, Hey, this shoe has made the requirements. Mm-hmm. Would you like it to, f- to be authenticated for the buyer or would you rather it not? I'd imagine, obviously the sellers are going to want to say yes, because saying no to a shoe that is eligible may raise a lot of red flags to people. Maybe. So I was reading through the Instagram comments on this and it kind of goes back to even what you were saying earlier in the episode. At first, we know the policy is going to be over $100 for a certain list of sneakers. And then Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the intention is that by 2021, it's going to be much more widespread. If I'm selling some obscure pair of Air Max, it's not obscure, maybe a general release. Uh, that's probably still not a good example. Y'all would be surprised. They fake everything nowadays. Like the things that oh, are yeah. sitting, the things that are sitting in the mall. That's the one that surprises me the most. Stuff that is sitting in the mall still gets faked. That one still blows my mind, and I've been got on that one a couple times. But say it's like here's your example: the 2014 uh, politics and Reebok Rougarou. I okay. would go out on a limb that no one has probably faked that. Yeah. If I'm the seller and I want to list it, that's a little bit niche. That's not like a Jordan one. Not a lot of people are looking for it. True. Maybe I I feel like I don't need to get it authenticated because th- we probably all agree there's not fakes of it. I don't know if their system is like StockX to where I don't get payout until it gets there and gets authenticated. Mm-hmm. If I want my payout sooner as a seller and I'm, my buyer wants to get it quicker, then I might in that scenario choose to avoid the authentication service. That's a yeah. scenario I could think if it's a it's a niche thing. 
That's what I would I would imagine. But that's the difficult thing. Is it gonna is eBay gonna tell you, hey, Ryan has chosen not to have these shoes authenticated even though they meet the criteria? Because my res- my thought process is, well, why? What are you afraid yeah. of? Now, more than likely, it's probably gonna be the pay thing. And if I really wanted the shoe, like the example you had for the uh, politics Reebok uh, Rougarou, it has the receipt, the original receipt. If I'm yeah. scrolling through the pictures and you have a picture of like the receipt, I'm like, there's no way one, they're not going to fake a receipt. Like it's not going to be so detailed. You know what I mean? Yeah. To fake a receipt. So that would make me be like, okay, cool. It's definitely authentic and true. It is a very, it's not a popular thing. Is there a possibility? I guess maybe of the slightest that there's a replica, but I mean, it would be so slim. Maybe, maybe having a way to, can the buyer and seller communicate? Yeah. So that's yeah. another. Well, there you go. yeah. As a seller, I think if I have people watching my listing, I don't know that I can reach out to them. But as a buyer, I can reach out to the seller, and that's another giant. Oh boy, what a segue! What a great mm. transition! That is another giant advantage of this over a StockX or a Goat. The fact that I can talk to the seller. The only other mm. platforms that kind of have that are like Grailed or Depop or OfferUp or things like that. Yeah. But StockX and Goat don't have that. And Goat is the one that infuriates me the most because I buy used shoes. There's someone on there that has a used pair. Their price is maybe like 20 bucks more than I really want to pay. There's no way for me to get in touch with that person and be like, hey, if you would sell it for 20 less, I would buy it. That seller just has to give yeah, me their yep. lowest price. Yeah. So that's yeah. a great point you bring up. I think I think that is going to be eBay's probably biggest thing. And I, and I really think they should push that and maybe even rework the process that it is. I don't know if it's like an email communication or if it's an like a like a DM type thing. But I think doing a good streamline because that will definitely help the process of a buyer trying to get in touch with someone of like, why did you choose for this? Not and yeah. I'm assuming nine times out of 10, like you said, it's going to be oh, I just want the money five days, six days quicker. Like, I really need the money. Um, So I just need it as fast as possible. Um, I do have returns for this product. So if you get them, think they're fake, someone tells you they're fake, obviously within whatever that time is for eBay, you can just make a claim. I have that open and you can get your money back. So uh, that's going to be, yes. So that's another good really big selling point of this policy and why it works for both buyers and sellers. A lot of buyers don't want to buy on eBay because they're afraid of getting scammed by getting fakes. A lot of sellers Mm -hmm. don't want to sell on eBay because I think eBay has a reputation of normally siding with the buyer. So you ship it to the buyer. The buyer says, this guy sent me the wrong shoes. And I say, what? No, I didn't. I absolutely sent you the right shoes. Among sneakerheads, eBay has a reputation of siding with the buyer a lot. So this is kind of like helping everyone out, I think, in that scenario. Yeah. I think it is good good for eBay to say, okay, if you think they're fake or you have a problem with the shoe, you have to send it back to right, the authenticator exactly. yeah. who said it was legit. Now, if you send it back and they say, oh, these are fake. We sent legit pairs, but these are fake. I think that's going to help because I think I've heard some horror stories of people selling and they send a legit pair. Someone says that they got fakes and then they send back, they send back fake fakes. pairs. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a good a good thing for eBay uh, to really protect everyone involved will have a, a peace of mind knowing, okay, cool. I have someone looking at the shoe, make sure they're real. And then as a seller, you know that if they make a bogus claim, 
that there's a third party outside of eBay that's going to have your back. I think it's good all in all. Um, hopefully we get a little bit more detail soon. Like you said, we're just kind of assuming from their watch. Y'all want a taste and it's piping hot. We got to yeah. let it cool down, Look. but we're still here to tell you food's coming soon. Yeah. We got the oven light on and we're looking through the little preview. You know what I mean? Souffle's not ready yet. You take the souffle <laughs> out right now. It's going to deflate the whole thing. You're going to pop the bubble. That's the difference in, in our class. I was going to compare it to a Totino's pista and, <laughs> and you went with the souffle. My boy's baking over there. I'm mm. sitting here eating for one, just hands yeah. around a campfire. You know what I mean? So yeah, we, we got the, we had eBay turn on the oven light for us. You know, me and Ryan took a little peek in, saw some details. You know, we don't know what's in the souffle, but we know it's a souffle. Exa- Darn right. We do. I think then probably just the last point I have, what do you think this means for StockX? I think this is big trouble for StockX. I think StockX will have to really address a lot of the concerns and issues that they've had um, because I've, for the longest time, they were the giants. They were they were the only place. I mean, there's GOAT, yeah. you know, but StockX is the the more popular one. Right. Um, yeah. And it, it has a more variety. It's going to have a lot more sizes um, and things like that. They are the bigger platform and they knew it. And I think they didn't really address a lot of things because they didn't need to. Um, yeah. So hopefully with eBay coming in now with the authentication, easing minds, uh, direct communication, eBay is filling in a lot of gaps that GOAT and StockX do not give you and mm-hmm. also provide the same services that both StockX and GOAT give you. I think the eBay thing is more of a GOAT 2.0. You know, Ooh. you can buy dead stock, you can buy used, whereas StockX only gave you dead stock. So I think this eBay is more of a GOAT 2.0. They saw how popular GOAT was and that people aren't necessarily only interested in dead stock brand new mm-hmm. shoes, that there's a huge used shoe market and I think eBay said, wow, we already do that. Hopefully, we get something good from GOAT. They may dwindle from this. I think StockX will still be a huge name. But GOAT may see a lot of hurt from this. People may lean more towards eBay than GOAT. I guess we'll see. I haven't been thinking as much about how it affects GOAT. But I think what's really going to happen in relation to StockX, StockX is still going to be the go-to if I want money quick. If I want to sell this shoe now mm, yeah. and make a little bit less, eBay will be the go-to if I want to make more. I have to wait a little bit longer. I have to do a little bit more work, but it's more secure. So that's the thing. StockX is still always going to be a go-to for the convenience. And now really the convenience, the two big advantages they have left, I don't have to upload pictures. I don't have to write a description for a listing. I don't have mm-hmm. to calculate shipping cost, And then... Here's the big one that eBay doesn't have right now. StockX has bids. If I have a shoe and I mm. want to sell it right now, I can tell who's in line for it and how much they want to pay. eBay doesn't have that. So there's a chance that if I, if I want to sell on eBay, I might not get hit with as much fees, but I've got to take the pictures of it. I've got to write a description. I've got to figure out the shipping cost. I got to you know get the label for it and then... There's no guarantee it's going to sell right away. I might do a super aggressive price, but there's no bid out there for it. So until someone finds my listing, it's not really going to happen. So I think StockX is still going to definitely hold that advantage. And when I think of that, I think of 
and maybe it's a negative perception I have, people using bots buying 10 or 5 plus pairs on release day and needing to flip them quick, even if it's to make 15 bucks a pair. I think StockX is still going to be that solution. Yeah, I don't think you're. Uh, I don't think you're wrong. StockX definitely being the the quick money, and eBay being the better money, but uh, gonna have to sit for a while. So it's gonna be interesting once once we see the rollout um, with this process, how big of a market eBay will have with the sneakers. So very exciting though. I'm excited yeah. to see this. This is kind of what we were hoping eBay would do, and you know, you're welcome, eBay. <laughs> For the free idea, I yeah. guess, but we keep giving them out for free. That's our yeah. that's our mistake here. We need a paywall on the ideas. We really do. I mean, this is this is malarkey. Maybe we need like a ideas only server in the Discord that you can mm. only unlock once you become a member of a Patreon. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then the ideas are you know first come first. You know whoever can grab it first and take it and run with it. But oh we got, yeah, we got some money for it regardless. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You just hop. You once you gain access, you hop in, and it's just a list of ideas, and you just pick the ones you want. <laughs> just scroll, find one that you think you can make some money off of. Yeah, fine by us. Let me <laughs> let me ask you the last question uh, on a personal note. Does this make you any more likely to buy shoes on eBay? Absolutely, I definitely think so. And buying you shoes probably, um, but knowing that. Okay, cool. That I still have someone looking at them mm-hmm. to double check to make sure yes, these are legit. You know, I can do a Google and try to find as best a research as I can, but still sometimes you still can get got just cuz you know that's not what we do and replicas are so so good yeah. right now that it is very hard to tell. So I do like that, but I definitely think with this, I will definitely be looking at eBay as a a viable option. Yeah, for sure. There you go. For sure. Okay. It just it just occurred to me when you said that one more kind of advantage of eBay here. And perfect case in point, I've got a pair of Dunk Low. I think they were Nike IDs. You remember that pair someone gave me for free with a pair that <laughs> yes. I bought? I can't give those away. No one wants them. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm trying to now get rid of them and like sell them for like pennies, not not literal pennies, but pretty cheap. But here's the thing, and, and this is going to be the case for a lot of these niche rare speakers, which eBay has always been advantageous in this way. If you have a pair of shoes that you want to sell and that listing doesn't exist on StockX or GOAT, you're not selling that shoe on StockX or GOAT. You're just stuck. Exactly. So that's an, another advantage to eBay. You can upload whatever you want to sell. I've got pictures of Tanner on there autographed <laughs> that you could buy right now that's not yeah. on goat they don't have that listing can't Yet, can't do it we need 200 yeah. followers once we get there they <laughs> promised me but then we got the email we we're not gonna leak it because we're respectable yep. Yep. that's between us and goat goat 1.0 as tanner would have it yeah exactly there you go the og <laughs> the, the og original goat yeah okay it works oh, oh nice oh, okay listen we ended on a good note let's start wrapping it up before we start backpedaling on our own jokes here okay Thank you all for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. Hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. Let us know what you think about this new policy that eBay's putting in place. Well, it's not a policy they're putting in place. This new service that they're offering. There you go. Do you like it? How do you think it's going to change things? Are you more likely to use it? We want to hear from y'all. You can hit us up in the DMs on Instagram at Mm. Shoe Podcast. Mm. Also, check us out online at ShoePodcast.com. we got the blog running over there. You can listen to all the episodes. Join in the chat with all the friends and the fans on Discord. 
Hit us up in the DMs on Instagram for the link to that. And wherever you listen to the show, please make sure to subscribe and leave the rating or review. We want to know and we want to grow. Tanner, knowing that we're doing two episodes this week, we're going to go back mm-hmm. to back tonight. Double headers here. Um, wise words for the first half of the week. Oh, you know what would be good? Give me the first half of the advice. Second half of the advice in the next episode. That's what we call a cliffhanger. That's how we get them coming back. The, my advice isn't really necessarily a two-parter. Okay. Is it a sentence you could at least put in half? You, it's not really a cliffhanger sentence, I guess. Um, let's, let's hear it. Let's try it. Let's see if comedy okay. works. All right, here we go. So I'm going to try and split up the yeah, sentence. Split, split up the sentence. So if you live within the Gulf Coast area, Hurricane Delta just hit. And even if you don't, this advice will still be good for you. Um, after the storm, you should check. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. That was it. I kept waiting. I was like, he needs to cut it off. He's getting too far into the idea. Uh, you no. knew. Okay. I got Fair enough. You want to know what to check? Come back to the next episode. This one's probably out, I guess, midweek. The other one will come out on Friday as usual. Yeah. And so. it's a good It's a good Friday. The, the advice I have is definitely a, a Friday advice. It's, it's a weekend it's, warrior advice. <laughs> That's Friday advice if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I love that. Now I'm excited to find out. Let's wrap this one up so we can start recording the next one and I can even find out what our <laughs> advice is. Thank you all for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. We'll be back soon. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. And I'm your co-host, Tanner Young.